This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pothead This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. It's hard. I love this music. Uh, Carbone's body was had to be thrown out for three days before they did an autopsy. Seven minutes after five o'clock with yours truly. You got water. Okay, I think. Uh, we take phone calls. Even though it's Monday, I'm going to make it really lighthearted today. Just, just for the hell of it. I don't know why. Why not? What was I thinking? Oh, you know what? I've been, I've been talking. Last week I brought up uh, Welcome Monday. It's one of those days. Uh, you know, it started off like uh, nice. And there was a rainbow out there this morning. I didn't see it, but the, the conditions were perfect for it because it was cloudy on one side of the horizon and sunny in the other. Sunny, thank you for the... <clears throat> sorry, dull contemporary with Glenn Curry. Uh, now, last week I mentioned how I love this new app. I forgot to mention last Wednesday I was at a friend's house in the Dexter-Brownville area. And from time to time, and a lot of people know about this, they do maneuvers for Fort Drum with the uh, Black Hawk helicopters. Well, the, uh, the, the app that I have is First, First Trader 24, something like that. I, I forgot it already. A million people ask me, what, what is it? It's called something. And a couple of weird things that I've noticed on it. And I, I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm turning into like a, a, you know, a sleuth. Like, ooh, wow, what's going on here? Is this top secret? What's the name of the uh, app again? Now I can't even open it up. Dip, 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 day. Uh, Flight Trader 24. So let me make this real brief. I don't want to bore you to tears because I'm sure a lot, of, a lot of people want to know what's going on in the whole crazy world that we have, and so do I. But uh, it also, anything that's flying in, in space, it could be like a missile from North Korea. It could be anything. Uh, but Black Hawk helicopters, you know, they don't travel at the rate of speed, as, uh, and, and they certainly don't go as high as, uh, as a jetliner coming from Houston to Istanbul. Uh, but uh, it, it, I, I heard a helicopter outside my friend's house. I said, oh, let me go on Flight Trader, see where that helicopter's coming from. So they do maneuvers for Fort Drum. Most of you know what I'm talking about. And at some time, you know, you, you might hear a helicopter flying really low above your house. And I, I'm assuming they do it in uh, rural areas where I was. And I tell you what, I mean, you know how, you know, you, you, like this show, for instance, is, is if you go online and listen to the show and listen to it in real time, it's like 40 seconds behind. So in order to, if you stream any given show, even like when you're streaming a game, a football game, 
uh, and you're watching it on, on another TV in the other room, and there's a big difference. Sometimes it's upwards of like 20 seconds. In this case, uh, I've, ca- I've calculated it before, depending upon the time of day and how many people are online. Uh, this show might be delayed as much as 45 seconds before you actually hear it online as opposed to in real time. Well, that's not the case when you're on this, uh, this app. It's in real time. And I determined that because it's tough to, it's tough to see when a, when a jet's flying above at 35,000 feet. You could see it well in advance, like miles away. But a helicopter, in this case, I think it was only high, no more than like 400 feet. And, of course, you can hear it. And sure enough, this thing was maneuvering around her house last Wednesday night. I, mean, I, I, I wanted to talk about it. It's, I'm like a kid in a candy store. This app is amazing. And I'll tell you what happened yesterday. But nonetheless, I, I was that night, and I can hear one, 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 one. Sure enough, a Blackhawk helicopter flew above. And you can see the, you know, the, the, the icon of a helicopter flying over where I am. And it shows you where you are. It's a blue dot. And you know what I'm talking about. Anything on GPS, it'll always, say, it'll always show you, like, you are here. And I walked outside, and it, the helicopter icon was going over the blue dot. And sure enough, in real time, it wasn't two seconds behind. Wasn't a split set. It was there, and it's really cool. I don't know why it's allowed that we have information like that at our disposal on on an app for free. You could, by the way, you you can subscribe to it by getting other features and and watch it in 3D. You can actually watch a plane land. Now it's not too. I mean, the graphics are good. Don't get me wrong. It's not like you're. It's not like you are there. You know, if some crazy person's running across the tarmac, you know, like a streaker or something, you're not going to see anything like that. But it, it, it shows you, um, it's just really, it, it's, it's fascinating stuff. Technology uh, right, at the, right, right in your own hand. So last, yesterday, I was just looking around uh, the area, and nothing to do apparently. I guess the football games weren't enough for Glenn Curry. So I went on the app again. Long story short, I saw two planes, one of which wasn't, wasn't described as anything other than it, it didn't even say where it originated from. And people say, well, more than likely, that's a military aircraft. The icon was a very large plane. And they'll show it. I mean, for instance, if it's just like a commuter plane, they'll show a picture of it. And, and, and the icon of that commuter plane, commuter plane will be uh, commensurate with that size. So if it's just like a two-engine plane, you know, going a puddle jumper and whatnot, it will show a smaller version of the jet itself. Whereas if it's a plane going from Houston to Istanbul, it's a massive Boeing, you know, big, big, uh, heavy jet. So I was noticing that there was two planes very close to one another. And, it's, and there were, uh, one was practically on top of the other. And it went on and on. It went right over Oswego, continued to go over our area. Then it went over the Adirondacks. The one commuter plane was listed. Uh, it was coming from Chicago and was going to Burlington, Vermont. That I do know. The other plane was just a plane, just a big ass jet, flying in the same direction, and I noticed it was going really, really close. It was like something out of a James Bond movie or something, or Wesley Snipes, or like uh, uh, George Kennedy was going to be transported from one one plane to another, so so he could fly it in Airport 75. Remember that one? Anyway, uh, it just went on and on and on until finally the, uh, what, uh, the, uh, the military plane, or what I suspect to be a military plane, just disappeared. And it disappeared right in the middle of Lake Champlain. It just gone. gone. wasn't there anymore. And I'm waiting for, like, you know, a you know, oh, big massive jet just crashed in the Lake Champlain, and someone apparently was watching it. We're looking to see who that was. Of course, none of that happened. 
But it was very and I, and and I and I did screen save uh, screenshots of the whole thing just to just to prove what I was looking at. I'm not making this up, by the way. It seems like one of those things, but uh, fascinating. Why that was happening? Why that big jet was so so close to the to the smaller commuter plane? I don't know. I, I don't know if they were looking for Cat Stevens or some terrorist that was coming out of Chicago going into Burlington, or maybe uh, I, I have no clue. But uh, good stuff. A great way to. You know, if you're sitting on the throne and you want to know what's flying above your household at 35,000 feet, just for the hell of it, go to Flight Trader 24. It's great stuff. Uh, the, the Bills game yesterday, and I have essentially become a, a Bills fan over the years. Uh, and why not? Uh, good or bad. You know, they're our regional football team, and uh, they, they've obviously shown that they are the team to beat. But regrettably, they lost yesterday. And I won't get into it because this isn't a sports show. But uh, uh, my observation is very clear. Uh, and the New England Patriots, not to say that you know uh, football players are wusses by any means, but playing so early in the season uh, in a stadium in Miami Beach, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it was 87 degrees in Miami, and they said it was like at least 97 on the field. And then on top of that, <coughs> you're wearing uh, gear for you know like uh, shoulder pads and jerseys. You know the deal. Oh, well, the Buffalo Bills got stuck in the sun the whole time. And they just reconfigured uh, what used to be, I forget the name of the stadium, but the Marlins l- played there. It was a big, ugly stadium. Now they retrofitted it so it could be, you know, they could be shade to most of the upper tier uh, uh, fans. And at the time of day, it was a 1 o'clock start. I think, honestly, they shouldn't start uh, Miami games if it's in uh, September. They should only start those games at 4 o'clock. That was absurd. The Buffalo Bills got stuck in the sun the whole game. And it clearly showed, too. A lot of cramps, a lot of guys, especially in the second half. Things were catching up to them. So much so that they couldn't even line up to do the final, you know, uh, uh, they, they, they couldn't spike the ball so that they can kick a field goal. They just seemed like they were just out of it. And uh, uh, Josh Allen didn't have a very good game. He was actually very lucky that he didn't get picked off at least two, maybe three times. He was lofting the ball. But I actually think at one point, and I, and I noticed this, Everyone was saying, oh, he's got a leg injury. Well, look, I said, that's not a leg injury. He got hit hard in the helmet in one of the plays because he's such a mobile quarterback. And I worry that it's going to catch up to him. And I think it, to some degree it's caught up to him yesterday because he looked dazed in that second half. And sure enough, they said later on that, yeah, he did have a back injury from, uh, and that it affected his walking ability. So it's a tough sport. I never, I, I've seen some heavy hits in games before, but, boy, there was some serious hits yesterday. So, you know, you play 17 games in a season. It was 16. Uh, and uh, even teams like, you know, the, the Rams. Check that. Uh, what are they called again? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jeez, I'm forgetting their name. Bucks lost yesterday. Brady didn't look all that good. Uh, so you're not going to win them all. And I, and, I, and, I, and I actually think it works to the Bills' advantage. I don't want to just be a half-class half uh, optimist, optimistic person here. Uh, but uh, sometimes you got to lose a game like that right in the beginning of the season so that you don't go on this crazy five, six, seven-game streak, and then people start saying, oh, my goodness gracious, it's the 1972 Dolphins all over again. You, you just want to eliminate that. You're going to lose games. You're going to Hopefully you win most of your games. But then I can tell you this. The next time the Buffalo Bills face up against the Dolphins up in, uh, up in Buffalo, forget it. They'll, they'll just, the, the Buffalo Bills will win that. 755-1240 is the number. Um, politically, you know, so many things to talk about. I don't know where to start. The stock market went down again today. Uh, the one thing that they're talking about, what's her name? Saki, 
the, the, the first uh, a press secretary for Joe Biden, she actually expressed herself in a very truthful way on Meet, uh, uh, Meet the Press yesterday, one of the pundit shows, Sunday shows, where she said it's one or the other. It's, if, it's, if it's about crime and the, and, the, uh, and, and the economy, the Democrats lose. If it's about Roe versus Wade and the woman's right to choose, it's us. And really, that's what it's come down to. It's sad that it, came, it comes down to that. We know, I know as a conservative, that one clearly outweighs the other. Inflation outweighs everything. And how often at any given time when you're listening to any talk radio or, or, or uh, political pundit on cable news, how often do you hear someone uh, say, uh, well, when people have to put uh, food on the table, food on the table, almost as much as I say at the end of the day, which I'm trying to walk away from. But you know what I'm saying. If you hear that, if you drank a shot of Seagram 7 for every time you heard, oh, you got to have enough money to put food on the table. That's what Americans are all about right now. They're worried about that. Got to put food on the table. You'd be drunk until six years from now. Uh, but uh, Saki said it yesterday. And guys like even K- Brian Kilmeade, uh, he said it today during Fox and Friends. Uh, he also said it uh, during his radio show, I noticed. He, he was shocked that, uh, that she actually admitted that. But it's, it's a breath of fresh air when, when the left actually starts looking at the realities of the, of the election. And it's, what is it, what is it? Let me, I'm looking at a calendar right now. Today is the 26th of September. It's less than 40 days away, right? Am I doing that right? It's something like that. Uh, it's on to November 8th, and I don't know what to expect. I just hope that, you know, the whole Mississippi Roe versus Wade overturn doesn't screw things up for the Republicans. And if so, that should speak volumes to where the country is right now. If Roe versus Wade outweighs inflation and everything else that we're dealing with right now, uh, then this country's in a lot of trouble. And then the other thing, of course, if, the, if uh, Uncle Fester, otherwise known as Fetterman, uh, wins his race against Dr. Uh, Dr. Oz, uh, that, that will speak volumes, too. Someone's on the line. Let's go to the phone. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Hey, uh, oh, it's a duff. You know, I don't know if you've seen the video of the uh, uh, couple dozen people that were wrecking a Wawa in Philadelphia. Yes, I did. Or Philadelphia, I, Pennsylvania. I, I did. Yep. You know, I stop at those. Usually, you know, like a Wawa or something like that. When you go in those places, you usually feel kind of sick because they're big and there's yeah. a lot of employees. Right. You just wouldn't expect something like that to go on in a store like that. It's like it's a mob. Like a Walmart, right. you know. Right, right. But, uh, you know, to see that, mm-hmm. I mean, whenever, when are they going to wake up and, and, and realize that there's a real crime problem? Yeah. And it's a mob mentality, it literally. I mean, you know, you're saying like, you know, and it's not just the Wawa, it's the Walmart. And it's, it's like, oh, we can get away with it together? Before they were doing it with masks and getting away with it. Now they don't even need masks. And no one gets arrested. The police showed up. Yeah. The police showed up and didn't arrest anybody. No, they, they, they're outnumbered. When don't we arrest people for breaking the law? Right. I mean, when did that start? When, did, when all of a sudden... Did we decide, well, we're not going to arrest anybody for anything anymore. We're just going to let society right. uh, destroy itself or whatever. Well, it's, a, it's all the ba- of cashless bail, you know, the reform uh, laws. You know, if you arrest them, they're going to be out of jail in, in two, two, two hours anyway. Why, why go through the hardship of going through the paperwork and arresting someone, bringing him downtown and get, doing the prints when, when less, you know, it's just going to be a slap on the hand and they'll be let out within, uh, within hours after that. Uh, yeah, I, I I I hate to say it, but to some degree, it's it's. I, I look at it this way: it's not official, but reparations are here, Duff man, uh, that, and that is a form of reparations. 
where if you allow a group of people from a certain class of people in urban America to do that and get away with it, that is, in my opinion, it's like, well, that's, that's part of reparations. Uh, yeah, I, and, and I say that in some of my posts. <clears throat> I said, well, it looks like reparations are already happening because people are getting away with crimes and getting away with it. Uh, and doing committing crimes, you should say, and getting away with it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard yeah. to watch. It's a great tool to use. When some someone again, I I, I call I, I use this passive aggressive approach. It's trolling. There's no doubt about it. But I'll go on other people's you know uh, political uh, uh, Facebook posts where there's thousands of people on there, and trust me, I get into a lot of arguments. But the looting thing, no one ever ever objects to. If you use that as a tool to to, to describe how poor, how, what a mess the Democrats are right now, and crime itself, but looting is a good way to do it. You just say there's a certain class of people that loot and no one else does. Can anyone answer that? And no one ever does. No one ever does. They can't. You put it in their court, uh, Duff. And, of course, some people out there would say, that's racist. You can't say that. I said, well, it's the truth. I mean, how many times have you seen, let's, let's be truthful here, Duff, man, a bunch of white people go into a Wawa and, and tear it to pieces or, or a drugstore yeah. or a CVS, whatever. You just don't see it. And yet Glenn Curry brings that up in such a matter and no one else does because we're not supposed to. It's like that crazy guy that's raising his voice in public, and you don't want to look at him because if you do, he's going to kick your ass. So just let him be, and hopefully he'll walk away. And that's what we've turned into. We just let them do it. You know, It's their world now. Uh, we oppressed them for so long, uh, slavery and Jim Crow and all the other stuff, but just don't burn my house down or don't kick my ass in front of my wife. I don't want that. I won't look at you. That's what we've turned into now, Duff, man. That's where we are. Yeah, I think your your circle back girl there. Circle back, Jensaki. Yeah, that the yeah that the ship is sinking and she's jumping off. Well, she jumped you know, off like before. Yeah, her old boss right. under the bus this quick. Yeah, so did Beto O'Rourke. Did you see what Beto O'Rourke said? He said the same thing. He said Biden wasn't down here during the 2020 election. I said you're absolutely right. You know, so they're attacking him. Hey, who's going to run for 2024 for the Democrats, stuff, man? Who's going to run? Anybody? Well, your, your your guy from California wants to be the man. He's got, Gavin Newsom. He saved up his hair gel. He's ready to go. Yeah. I still think it's going to be... Gelfoyle's uh, ex-husband. Uh, oh, is that it? Oh, really? Wow. Boy, she got around. You didn't know that? She was married to, uh, yeah. to him. And she's still... He's also Nancy Pelosi's nephew. Did you know that? I did not know that. Boy, Duffman, a wealth of information tonight. Yeah, he was mayor of San Francisco. And she and uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, believe it or not, was first lady of uh, San Francisco. She was a district attorney there. Wow! And now she's yeah. married. Is she married to uh, to Donald Trump Jr.? No, I don't know. They haven't gotten married. I know. You know, it's funny. I don't see them together. I used to see them all the time on Facebook together. Like, well, wow. you know, uh, the, the rumor came out a couple of years ago or a year ago that Ainsley Earhart and uh, Hannity were. You know, boyfriend, girlfriend. Oh, really? And then today on her show uh, on the Fox and Friends, she mentioned that Hannity and her were going to, uh, you know, they're doing a book signing together type huh. thing. Who's that? Who's that so girl? I, I don't know. That, who, that's come. I don't know who you're Ainsley referring. Ainsley Earhart. She's the blonde on. Uh, oh, there's so Fox many. Fox and Friends yeah. in the morning. If you ever, if you ever watch either you know, any any given uh, female on Fox and Friends in the morning or outnumbered at noon, all you see are legs. Legs, legs, legs. Mm-hmm. And what about the beautiful uh, African-American woman that does uh, uh, the, sh- the, the afternoon? Oh, she's also on Outnumbered. What's her name? Yeah. Uh, I, I forget oh, her name. Okay. She's got a very unique name. But I, I noticed her today. I was watching her on my phone. Wow, she's anorexic. 
She is extremely very thin. thin, isn't she? Oh yeah, my she's God, she's she's I've never seen. She's thinner now than ever, and someone's got to talk yeah, to she, her. She's yeah, she's gonna she die. Like she's gotten thinner. Oh, she's yeah. just oh, her neck. You could see her muscles, and oh, it's not healthy. It's just not healthy. Uh, or or, or no. as the one guy said in Beverly Hills, it's not sexy. It's not sexy. Anyway, <laughs> it's unhealthy. Remember that guy? Remember with uh, with Axel Foley? Axel Fall. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get yeah. the hell out of here. What you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know that guy? He was also in Bosom Buddies. Yep. Don't, don't yeah. let me do that. I, that, was, that guy was funny. That was a great show, Bosom Buddies. Oh, no, no, Perfect mm-hmm. Strangers. No, Bosom Buddies was a different show with Tom Hanks. Perfect Strangers. Don't be ridiculous. Right. So what else? What, uh, what do you think about, uh, now, again, the, the, Vladimir Putin... Uh, uh, based on uh, General Milley's account, uh, uh, you know, his army was supposed to take over Ukraine in 72 hours. And now not only are they losing, not only did they lose upwards of 100,000 men and, and scores of generals and, and higher up uh, uh, brass, uh, th- but they're also lost. Um, oh, boy, what's the name of that territory they took over after the Olympics in 2014? Anyway, they're losing. And now uh, Putin is... Crimea? Crimea. Crimea! Crimea! Sorry. Uh, it's, 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 you know, here it is, this, this, this wounded bear, Vladimir Putin. And that's a good way of putting it because bear is pretty much their symbol, like the eagle is ours. Right, yeah. And he's lost all the... And now men, Russian men are, who are being drafted, forced into the army, are now running for the hills. Uh, it's, it's what an... Um, could you have predicted this? Back in February, no one could predict this. So all that money that we spent, and it's taxpayers' money, it's billions of dollars. We don't have control of it. They just hand it over to the Ukrainians. Got to admit, this is a war by proxy, Duffman, and it seems like it's working. Would you agree with that? Yeah, but how about all the money we spend on intelligence? And then I guess I guess you got to look back at something, Glenn, and, and, and take note of this. The General Milley, if you remember correctly, you know, kind of threw uh, President Trump under the bus. Oh, of course he did. At the church, you know, of course and then, he Trump, did. and then Trump came back later and said, you know, Milley's not that good of a general anyway. Right. Well, it just goes to prove, it just goes to prove the point that right. Trump wasn't all wrong. Right. No. And that, uh, you know, he, he is able to read people. But, I, I mean, uh, that you, to, to uh, see the Russian army... Yeah. Uh, abandoned. Was a, yeah, I mean, and they didn't. And then you got people in there saying, "Well, they didn't throw full force at it." Well, then how come they're running out of men? Right. Yeah. And this. <laughs> how, how come the Russians are running out of? And men? you know what? I mean, not for nothing, Duffman. Not to put you down or, or, or act like Jeff Graham. So, oh, that girl can kick my ass and your ass at the same time. But it's almost like it's almost like uh, Joe Biden calling us on to fight the war because people of all ages. I mean, they weren't prepared with the army that was that they actually had to begin with. Now they're going to get a bunch of you know weekend warriors to fight this war that no one wants to go to. So this is just going to get worse. My point is this: a wounded bear will do de- a desperate dictators will do desperate things, and unfortunately, oh, yeah, look at, this look might turn into a nuclear war. That, that were uh, massacred, yeah, and I know, tortured and everything like that. Yeah, anything that goes in stuff. war, and, and this war, uh, th- these guys are a bunch of Keystone cops blowing up apartment buildings, hospitals, schools, all types of atrocities, torture. Because they don't know what they're doing. And it's, it's truly, truly sad. But you know what, though, Duffman? I just remembered this. Do you know what else is going on in the world that no one's talking about right now? It's At this point, they don't have enough data, so to speak. But President Xi, XI, 
the, the president, what is he, 70-something years old, the president of China. China, he, have you heard that he might be on his way out? He might be exiled already? Did you hear that? No. Yes, I heard that over the weekend. I saw it on a post on a fa- Facebook post of someone who knows a lot about politics from Pennsylvania. Jerry Sickles is his name. And I said, whoa. So I started looking into it. And of course, the Internet is very cautious about it because you know how the, the Internet is controlled. Not even Fox really I- expressed any interest in this story. But apparently he hasn't been seen in a long time. Plus, last week <coughs> they stopped commercial flights in, in a big portion of, of China. So something's going down. Something is going down. Now, that could be good and bad. Maybe President Xi is, is like uh, uh, General McClellan and didn't do enough in Richmond, and they want him to attack Taiwan. But he says, no, we can't do this because of this, that, and the other reason. Our economy's in shambles. We're not ready for it. And maybe they want him out because they want to take over Taiwan, or maybe he wants to take over Taiwan and they don't want him to do it, whatever. Or maybe none of this is happening. But all of a sudden, that became a big story in the last 48 hours, and yet nothing is talked about. Uh, nothing at all, not uh, including the. Did you say the your buddy's over. name is Finkel. Uh, uh, his, name, his name is Jerry Jerry Sickles. What's his name? Oh, Fink, I thought yeah. Finkel. No. I was going to say, wasn't he a wasn't he a kicker for the uh, Miami Dolphins? Yeah, right, right. What? Well, yeah, what, yeah, wasn't he in uh, Ace Ventura for a lot? Of that? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, that's it. Funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. tough man. It's the bottom of the hour. I'm going to take one more. Actually, I got to do a break. I can't believe it's the bottom of the hour. But thanks for getting things started here on a Monday. All right, buddy. Take that's care. Uh, that's the Duff man. This is the Live at Five show. And uh, let's do a break. We'll be back. Hey, upstate New York. Josh Salisbury. Under SUVs. Oh, boy. We've got to fix our levels here. The commercials are low and I'm high. I'm not high. I'm just high. Fly, Robin, fly. Remember that song, Fly, Robin, Fly? That is, that is literally the only lyrics in the song. It's not an instrumental song. Up, up to the sky. See, I can't sing. I think you've already known that. But I can't go that high, and then I start coughing. Drinking water. I don't usually do that. I don't eat on the air. I don't drink water on the air. I should. But I just don't, I just don't do it for some reason. All right, so we're into the second half hour. Covered a couple of things. We've had one phone call. It was the Duff Man. Someone else was trying to get in there. Finally, yell at me for being, you know... Uncaring, insensitive, politically incorrect. Yo, man, yo. I can't play that too much because Facebook gets down. Uh, fr- Friday night was a was a blowout. It was week four of the game of the week here on AM twelve forty and on the Facebook Live. And I went over to General Brown. Uh, I thought Skinny Atlas would play, but I mean, for a bunch of rich kids, that boy, they couldn't play. They couldn't play a lick on Friday night. General Brown just just walloped them. Doug Black, of course. Uh, legendary quarterback from Red and Black. Probably, if not, he should be in the Hall of Fame for Red and Black. He might be there already. I should know that. But, boy, can he coach those kids, just like Fisher did. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, I'll make this the second phone call. Second phone call of the day, ladies and gentlemen, Danny Francis. Normally, uh, Duffy calls uh, after me to blast me, so I'll maybe I'm not going now to. You could, now you could t- return the favor. No, I never, I never. Or you can here. blast me in the process. I, I, I will defend myself. I won't blast anybody. I want to go back to your introduction to the show where you were comparing uh, the inflation as an issue versus uh, a woman's health care, abortion. Uh, Roe versus Wade, yes. Yeah, uh, the uh, McDonald's decision. I, I can't say health care and Roe versus Wade is the same thing. 
a pap smear and other things and stuff that women have to do on a regular basis and abortion in my book are two separate things. But go ahead. Well, it's all... It, <laughs> you're wrong. Okay, I'm wrong. I'll tell you that right there. It is a woman's health care decisions along with her doctor and not some politician stuck off in Washington, D.C. It's been there for 50 years. Okay, all right. So anyway, I- inflation, and this is this is an economic fact. Yeah. Uh, it will get back to normal. How, how so? Well, because you got to look at the factors that led. There were three big factors that led to this thing on inflation right now. COVID. Yeah, inflation's with us always, off and on, off and on, back and forth, up and down, whatever. It, that's a fact. We all know that. But there were three things. First of all, first of all was the pandemic. That kept people from spending, shopping, and doing things. We all know that over a period of time, two years. And, but then suddenly, in the middle of that whole thing, the government started feeding a lot of money to people that were stuck at home because they were out of jobs, they couldn't do this, they couldn't do that, and the people had extra money. We all know that. Everybody in this listening audience got extra money, and people started shopping. But in the meantime, overlapping that was, guess what? The shortage supply, supply shortage. And then the Russia-Ukraine invasion, and Ukraine's a big supplier of uh, commodities around the world. So those three elements wound together caused inflation it's not just in the u.s it's worldwide you know the inflation rate in the uk is like 10 percent and in some other places i don't care what it is over there that's their problem it, it's very very high because of the europe the, because the ukraine russian war has infected the economy over there on commodities that ukraine produces a lot of grain and wheat and stuff like that so and then and the gas the gasoline the, the oil from uh, russia got uh, slowed down, stopped. Yeah, well, that shouldn't have happened to begin with, and, and well, Trump that, knew that's that. That's what I'm getting at. But inflation will correct itself. But on a woman's issue, on women's health care, whether she decides to get the abortion, she needs it, or, or a, listen, let me give you an analogy here, okay? Let's say there's a team of five OBGYNs that's treating a woman, and let's say all five of them are Republicans, and they look at her sonograms and what have you. It's like a joke. Huh? It sounds like a joke. Go ahead. No, it's not a joke. Well, it kind of sounds it's like It's a medical fact. Right. Let, Five let, Republicans are OBGYN. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. Well, just, that's a good analogy. Just, just, just right, right. Republican OBGYNs. And let's say that they look at a sonogram and examine her, whatever, and she's somewhere in a 12, 15-week pregnant range. They says, uh, Marianne, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, your fetus is, is not viable. You may go to delivery, but it's going to be born missing a few limbs, and the cranium is not developing properly, and neither is its heart. Right. And they say, the decision is yours. That's what's called choice. Okay. Yeah, and by the way, it's I'm pro-choice for the record. It's not a politician's choice. It's yeah. a woman's choice to decide. Her. Now they're talking about... Now they're talking about taking off the shelves and prescriptions and punishing pharmacies and doctors, whatever, that write a prescription for a woman uh, to take the, the morning-after pill. They're saying that could, quote, lead to an abortion. Not if she doesn't know she's not pregnant. Yeah, I know. It's called uh, breakfast in bed. No, th- this, is really, this is really bad, Grant. Yeah, yeah. So if they, if they come out with a national law, which uh, uh, Graham now wants from uh, South Carolina... Lindsey Graham. I know, I know. He's the he's the monkey. Listen, Danny, you're talking to the wrong person. The point I'm getting at with the comparison, inflation will eventually, I don't want to say correct itself, but we, over time, will be corrected. But the thing with the law, a permanent law on attacking women the way that they're doing it, and that's why you see an increase in a woman's rights movement right now to get more of them registered to vote, that's a big issue. So that outweighs. In, okay, so let me just say one, before. Let's go back to inflation because I, and then I can ask the question I was about to. Uh, if Donald Trump is president of the United States, do, are we in the situation we're in right now, Danny? It's sure. after COVID. Really? Sure. You, 
the, the ingredients would probably be the same. Okay, why, why, okay, probably. Let's challenge you on that. Well, no, I'm saying the pandemic, the, the, the food supply shortage, the extra money going in where suddenly people start spending, but there's nothing to spend it on, and then the prices are so high because they jack up the prices to stay ahead of the game yeah. as a manufacturer. Yeah. So that, those two things. Then the Ukraine war, uh, Russia war was still there. So those three things, if they were ongoing and he was still in the White House, the inflation would be pretty much the same level. And anyway, he couldn't be blamed for it. Uh, well, what do you mean he couldn't be blamed for it? He could not be blamed for it. Oh, okay. those, those three ingredients that I mentioned are the cause of this. What is the, what is the basic barometer or litmus test of the economy? A lot of people would say house sales, uh, but you know, a lot of times it's, it's, the, it's the cost of a barrel of, of oil or, or a gallon well, of gas. Oil is down to 80 bucks right now. Yeah, okay, I know, because we're eating into the reserve, Danny, and eventually that's going to run out. And we're going to well, be just like Europe, by the way. So you can't use that. That's a false pretense. So here's the point. Donald Trump is president right now. Gas is still... Well, let's just say, realistically, let's say it's still under $2.50. Wouldn't you think that that would have a major impact on our economy right now? And one more thing, Danny, before you answer that. that The Build Back Back Better, whether or not uh, Donald Trump could stop it anyway uh, if he didn't have the House or Senate. uh, I don't think think the wasteful spending that your side has put forward in the last year and a half would be under Donald Trump's uh, 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 dime. I wouldn't put it in the category of wasteful spending. I would put it in $1.9 $1.9 trillion. I would put it in the category of getting us back on track. Getting us back on track. And what did the, what did the stock market do again today? It went, under, it went down another... Uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was down 1.3. Uh, I, I, I put a little money in there so you know, uh, not too long ago, uh, and I don't know why. Well, my, military, that's my, gone. Uh, my government retirement is in there, what they call the TSP, Thrift Savings Plan. Right. I have that. And uh, after the last 11 days... The market has been down in only up two days, the last 11 days. Yeah, it's been awful. It's a bear market. And I lost inf- 400 bucks yesterday. $400? A lot. What, what do you mean? How do you equate to $400 in one day? One day. Okay, well, okay. Well, because I had it all in one fund, and I wanted to change it around because I thought maybe it was going to go back up. But, boy, I misjudged that and lost $400. And you could you could get it back. But at this point, th- this bear market might last right through October, Danny. This, yeah. might, this might go down under 20 but uh, I noticed you and Graham, you both avoid one topic on this show, I, I, and you circle back pretty good on things, Glenn. You really do. You're, you're, you're as good as uh, uh, Jen Saki on circling back to things, no matter where you lead the conversation. You're pretty good leading a conversation. Well, what am I avoiding? What am I, what am I ignoring? Well, you, 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 you take off, and then you always come back to the race thing. Oh, you know, what? the poor whites and this and that. And look, I'm as white as you are, okay? Yeah. But uh, I don't feel like I'm endangered by anybody. Well, you're living in Watertown, New York. God bless you for that. But the question but don't go to Wawa in Philadelphia. The big question right now is I want to know, uh, and I'm sure the experts in the DOJ and the FBI want to know, FBI want to know where are the 100 classified documents oh, God. that Here Mr. We go. Trump talked to me? No, the ones that are marked top secret SCI. Where are those documents? Where are they? I just I thought about them and I said they're not they're declassified. Yeah, I, just I thought, thought them about away. Them. I thought them away. I know that was a dumb thing to say. He's the Mo Green apologist. Danny, you got to realize. I'm, but you know, I, there's I, a lot I of things I agree with. I am okay. pro-choice first of all, I, I, and yes, I, I, he is I the Mo Green of politics. I don't want to get into great detail, but in, in my uh, 30 years in the Marine Corps, uh, off and on for about 12 years straight, I handled TSSCI documents in many, many locations, so I know what the, the penalties are, I know the severity of it, I know the, how, how they have to be secured, what have you, what have you. And for him to now have uh, 100 classified documents, most of them, many of them mark TS and SCI, which means that they've got to be in a secure compartment called a skiff. 
where are they? That's a simple question. That is a $64,000 question. Where are those documents? Uh, I, I, I can't tell you. I have no, no clue. I know you can't. Uh, well, he won't or somebody can't, but I'll tell you what. They're going to find out where they're at. But that, that's the issue that you and other people on this show don't want to talk about. Uh, well, that's the most serious uh, that, question right now before this nation is where are those classified documents? Yeah, I just think we're spending way too much time on the four. You know, he sits in the minds of so many liberals and elites right well, now. That's, that's it, besides the point. He's gone. I understand he's not. No, gone. but he the not, f- no, but he's not again. gone entirely because the Constitution it doesn't dismiss the thing, Glenn. The Constitution Where are documents. If he was a two-term president under his belt, he wouldn't be on everyone's mind. But you know what? He can come back like Grover Cleveland. That's why he's in the news every day. That's, that's why they're issue. investigating. That's a, what we call a side dish issue. If, that if, is if, irrelevant. If, if, if Donald Trump did two terms, hypothetically, Danny, if Donald Trump did two terms, they wouldn't be going to Mar-a-Lago. They could care less what he has in there. But since we can come back, they're going to check out everything. You know how that works. If the issue had popped up on the classified documents being removed from the White House, the way that he removed them, and right now they not they don't know where they're at. The trail of evidence doesn't answer the question: Where are the hundred top secret SCI? Do- where are they? Uh, well, we'll have to we'll have to provide that answer at another episode of the Live at Five. I don't well, know, Danny. I can't answer that. What do you? I know you can't, and a lot of other people can't. But that, I, that's the question. That is the number one question that the country faces right now. Where are those documents? Well, I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. All I know is is that you, uh, you guys are in charge. You had a two year plan. Chuck Schumer said it. We're going to transform America. And quite frankly, Danny, you're doing it. You're doing a good job. Well, we're in bad shape. Yeah, we're in terrible shape. And this would not be happening right now if Donald Trump was president. But you know, we Americans, we're good at pulling ourselves up. Yeah, we say that all the time. We say we're saying we're united. Hey, look, Danny, there's a CEO that wants to pull out all of his company, whatever. He's got this huge company. I forget what it was. He's like 50 something years old. And he wants to move all of his uh, offices out of red states. And you're going to say, oh, America always comes back. No, we don't. We hate each other. Well, We've never been so divided what, 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 since what, the 18th, 19th state, century. blue state, green state, I don't care. That's up to him. It's not my decision. It's not a political decision. That's a business decision. It's just one of many examples of how divided we are, and we will not be the well, same whether, country ever. Whether a CEO moves his company or production from Alabama to California to New York or Illinois or to a blue state, you know, that's his decision. That's not a political decision. And you watch. You watch this hurricane coming up the, uh, the Gulf Coast. There, who's going to be the first on the liberal side to say Florida got what was coming to him? Who's going to be the first one, Danny? But that's that's not an issue, Glenn. That that's that's, that's the divide that, that divides us for good. Look, I said it before, Danny. There's so much hatred in the world of comedy against the ex-president. And yet, here it is, we have a buffoon as a president now. And yes, people are critical of him, but they don't hate him on the same level as, you, as the you, left does why are you Donald so Trump. Why quick to call President Biden a buffoon? Because he is. He's, he's, he's cognitively challenged. Okay, I think we've, we've reached the edge of the abyss here. So I'll let somebody else call. All right, sounds good. Well, and, and a, a good observation, by the way. Incredible observation. The guy is too old, and the only reason why he's president is because they had to dig him out of the archives to go into those debates because America didn't like the 16 other people that were running for president at the time, including Booker, Gorbachev, Harris. She was the first person out. Our own Gillibrand. Then they had a big bird from New York City, de Blasio. And then Mike Bloomberg tried to throw, he threw $300 million of his own money. He was out in three days after having an argument with Elizabeth Warren on a national stage. A bunch of idiots. 
And who did they have to get out? The guy that people were close, the guy that everyone felt comfortable with, the guy that everyone knew for decades, more importantly, the guy that was closest to Barack Obama. And Barack Obama didn't even respect Joe Biden. So he was the best they had. Now they can't wait to get rid of him, but they don't know how to replace him. And they know they can't use Kamala Harris. But they said, what are we going to do? We can't replace Kamala Harris. You can't, you can't have her as a running mate with the next president and not make her president. You can't do that. So what do you do? You get Pete Buttigieg in there and Stacey Abrams. God help us if that happens. But I see that happening. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Hey, it's the gun. It's gun nut. Hmm, jeepers. Well, you, you deserve a lot of credit for, you know, counseling that. I don't know if it's he's counseling. He's losing it. He's uh, losing it. I that, that's okay. I don't really mind. I'm pretty much used to him. It's just that nothing about nothing good, about party. It's good radio. It's good, I, like party. I said, it's why we have you know, SG got, on there, I'd too. like to talk to him about something that he doesn't like to talk about. What's that? He says, in, he says inflation is, oh, it's always with us. Well, it'll love you. Know, yeah. Danny. It's unprecedented. Our inflation, le- our, our inflation level is the highest it's been right. in 40 years, Danny. Right. Right. Now, why don't you talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then he says, and then he says the border is is secure. It's really good. It comes and goes. Everybody has problem with it, Danny. Yeah. This is the highest Ever. rate of illegal immigrants we've had in our history in over 40, 40 years. No, in our history, uh, they, yeah. these now, like Danny likes to say, you, you know, you, you're not you're not uh, entitled to your own facts. Right. Those are facts, Danny. Right. And you won't do anything about it because you love your party. Right. And you don't care about much of anything else. That's right. I mean, Donald Trump could come back in there and, and or anything could happen. And his, his philosophy and his positions will always be the same. Right. Tell me what the Democratic Party tells me to say, right. and I'll be glad to say it. That's right. And I don't know how, pe- I don't know how people get to that point. Oh, uh, it's real easy. They, now, they, they, now, it's the I, hatred I towards know. Donald How Trump. How is it easy? Uh, it's easy because, one, it's mob mentality. And, and there was a time where we kept our mouths shut and some people would express themselves. Quite frankly, I would because I've had this show on before. the. Uh, but once the orange yeah. man came down the escalator in June of 2015, all bets were off the table. What, 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 what yeah. was on people's minds at that time was off the table. That meant they could say anything they want. And if other people objected to it, it didn't matter because they knew there was enough people on their side that felt the same way. That's why we're well, divided. Yeah, I agree with it. That's why we saw uh, actresses and comedians with severed heads yes. covered with blood. Well, yeah. Those are Danny people. Well, that's, that's the party people. That's that's. The oh, you're talking about Kathy Griffin. The same, yeah, they right. believe the same thing that Dan does, which is party first. You know, let me. And t- when you do party yeah. first, you're you're not loyal to anything. Let me let me just something brilliant I saw over the weekend. I have a link to it. I might have mentioned it last week, but I'll say it again. Alan Dershowitz, who I you know again, he's gotten himself into some trouble too with this Epstein deal. But let's put that aside. The man is brilliant. Eastern European, yeah. larger head. You know, he came from a class of people. They came on a different spaceship. That's why they're more intelligent than everyone. Read the bell curve. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, Alan Dershowitz yeah. lives in a world of Martha's Vineyard's elitists. In fact, he's got a place there. I know that because uh, Liz Waxler knows him personally. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, so Alan Dershowitz said the other day that his friends can't stand the fact that he defends uh, uh, D- Donald Trump when it comes to the Constitution. Now, Alan Dershowitz, admittedly, is not a Donald Trump fan, but he is 
a very true to the Constitution because that's who he is. He's Alan Dershowitz. And, and, then, and they say, why do you do that? Why do you defend Trump? He says, well, it's the Constitution. And their answer to him, and he said this the other day in one of the pundits shows, well, it doesn't apply to Donald Trump. Meaning that it, well, it, it, that's how exactly. they feel. As far as the Constitution is concerned, they just assume throw it right out the window, do whatever you can, raid his place in Mar-a-Lago, raid the guy that it was his best friend during the time he's there, the pillow guy. Do whatever it takes because at the end of the day, we have to do it in the best interest to save a democracy because Donald Trump is the Hitler of our time, so the Constitution well, means nothing. That's, that's the Danny's. Yeah. I hope when Congress switched over, if, if it does switch over, um, that they grab Danny's telephone and impound it <laughs> and wait till he's in the drive through lane at Arby's burger joint when yeah. they do it. Yeah, that's fine. And I wonder if Dan will support that. Well, I mean, I he, don't said, think... he said, well, they did it legally. Well, if they do it legally and they get a judge, I know a couple of judges that would sign a paper saying grab oh. Danny's phone. Yeah, and someone mentioned it today on the Hotline Show. Like, just, you know, if, you're, if, you, if you have a, a grudge against someone, call the FBI and say, hey, that person was at January 6th. Oh, they were? It's, okay, we'll go to their house. Really, right this is That's what's happening. Country. It is. And we're we really there, sick. And we got there because people love their party. Right. And they hated the guy with the orange hair. And divided, or rather, united we are not. Uh, uh, gun nut divided. Yeah. You, I, can't, I can't even say it. United, you, we are not. You ask who's running. You ask who's running for the Democrats. It's going to be the Governor Newsom. That's what I. Running. You know, more and more. That's that's the. Yeah, he'll probably win because you know the key voting centers in major cities in the key states are operated by people that you know honestly don't like the Donald Trump. Well, he's go- He's gorgeous. He's yeah. really gorgeous. I, every and, time. You know, I, and it, how it, can you not vote against those a guy cap teeth? Are way too much. There's something to be said about cap teeth. I mean, it's just it's just so unnatural. Anyway, I got it. Good, a good call once again, Gun Nut. I got to go. I got to do a break. Okay, buddy. All right, Have that's, a great day. Yes, Bye. you too. That's uh, the Gun Nut. And uh, this is the Live at Five show. We'll be back. Roof looking older than... All right, we're back. Someone's on the line. <coughs> Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. So, um... Hey, did you, you know... talking about... Did you know that one of the moons... talking about Trump and stuff. What? Did you know that one of Saturn's moons crashed into Saturn last week and now it tipped its axis? I was going to send you that link forgot fake news fake news hey that's what i want to talk about i want to talk about so all day long i've been hearing on um the radio station um that there's going to be a meteor an aircraft some kind of craft that's going to crash into an asteroid to divert it yeah 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 oh yeah that's fake news glenn Um, you believe that yeah i do i saw the court street bridge i I saw armageddon they made a movie about that right with uh with uh bruce willis back in the 90s right yeah, great movie. Right. And, uh, See, it's pre-programming. They plant the it's Capricorn they 1 all over again. Now. <laughs> We're going to test it. So you know what I wanted to ask you? Donnie, don't get into uh, There's A lot of people want to talk about okay. politics today, but i got to ask you this. Real quick, just give me a simple answer. Don't go too crazy, okay? If the world is flat, what's on the other side of the world? If it's What's on the other flat side? Is that, is, are we so, all... From what I un- from what I understand, there's more lands beyond beyond Antarctica and beyond the North Pole. There's more lands, and then if you go far no- farther enough um, past Antarctica, somewhere beyond there, the, the firmament, all right, where it touches the Earth. That's your name. And above the reason why the sky is blue because there's water. So we live in our own realm. Huh. Okay. So the the big secret is the hidden lands. There's more than seven continents. Huh. I'm falling asleep. I'm sorry. 
I, I, Dan, I, I, I love this, but at the same time, so you're saying that the incident, that, oh, not incident, the event tonight with the satellite crashing into a small meteor is fake news. Is that correct? Fake news, absolutely, 100% fake news. All right, fair enough. I guarantee it, well, guarantee it. It's Joe Namath. It's all fake news, so they can spend more money on their little fake Space Force that they signed in. So I'm going to agree with Danny. Space Force, they can right? barely I'm, launch that I'm uh, ship. I agree with Danny that Trump needs to be in jail. And I don't agree for the same reason Danny does, but he needs to be in jail for the Space Force. Ah. My goodness, tough crowd today. Either way, you've got two people listening to this show that want uh, the former president in jail. For completely different reasons. All right, uh, Donnie, thanks. I gotta go. That's, yeah, no problem. That's, uh, that's Donnie. Hi, you're in the air. It's turtles all the way down. Uh, tur- what's that mean? You got a minute? You got a minute? Uh, well, there, there was a story that uh, Stephen Hawkins told, told in the beginning of his book that, that uh, the world, the lady said the world was on a turtle, and the guy says, well, what's under the turtle? He says, you're not going to get me. It's turtles all the way down. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. <laughs> but you know, um, he says he's an amateur scientist at lunch. I'm, a, I'm an am- amateur gynecologist, I guess, and, <laughs> and, and an amateur comedian too. At that, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I have, I don't have time to go into your previous call. No, of course I'm, not. I'm gonna yeah. now I tell him off. Uh, you're gonna tell lies on me on the air, and <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were talking uh, about Donnie. A bunch of, no, no, no. I know, I know, I know. I figured it out. The gun putz. Yeah, <laughs> Gary, yeah. you're the one that, that goes party over, over over country. I've never done that in my life. He called me a traitor on Friday. I mean, Jesus, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. I uh, mean, uh, you know, putting man over country, that's a traitor, Gary. Oh, you could be a day trader. Maybe he was saying, referring to that way. Yeah. You know, there's different context. I mean, why don't you guys look at some of the good stuff? The deficit's been cut in half. We're out of Afghanistan. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to love this show, but I got to go. It's running out of time. That's uh, SJ. My goodness gracious. Holy mackerel. AM 1240 WATN Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. While folks in Florida are no 